Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucid Spiritual Podcast. And today I'm super excited to introduce and talk with a friend I made while at the Joe Dispenza retreat. If you've never heard of the Lucid Spiritual Podcast, this is a podcast about my journey leaving religion and, and practicing authentic spirituality, but it's also me exploring spiritual things. Uh, you know, in the limitations of religion, I thought spirituality resided in such a boxed idea of things that could be done. Everything outside of that was not considered spiritual. And what I've mainly learned is that all things are spiritual. And when you start to get into energy in the spirit, really cool things can happen. And so this is me exploring spirituality and kind of giving it to you guys and what I'm finding. And today we have an awesome guest on that's going to show us some really cool or talk to us about some really cool things that she's doing with energy. And um, yeah, so let's go ahead and get started. So without further ado, my guest is Debbie Gornacek. I said that right, yeah? Yes. Okay, and Debbie is uh, someone I met at, in Colorado. Um, funny story is we sat at the ta same table during a uh, one of the meals and started asking around, and she's from Utah, she's from Richfield, and... Um, you know, she comes up to Orem actually to do things and, and does her practice there. And so I, you know, we just started connecting anyway, had a really cool experience and um, it was fun to connect there. Debbie, you do, um, you do a lot of different energy work, right? We talked just, just briefly before, and it sounds like the best word to describe this is like an energy intuitive. Yes. I'm an energy but, intuitive. Yes. But what else, what does that enca encapsulate in your practice? So I am an intuitive foot zoner, so I connect on the feet. Um, it's a lot like reflexology, only I work on the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual bodies. And a lot of people believe the wind, eyes are the window to the soul, and I believe the feet are also a part of that. They take us on our journeys. They move us forward. They're, everything in our feet is a part of our body. So, Yes, undoubtedly, in the Chinese uh, meridians that all flow down to the feet um, makes a lot of sense. So, but you do, so foot zoning is this practice and maybe just briefly describe exactly what that might look like for a person. So, like I said, your feet are a part of every part of your body. So we actually follow a map of the feet and each part that we, that is associated with the body part, there's different signals or pathways. And so as I'm on your feet following this map, I'm opening up signals and as, um, and you're able to read those signals. Absolutely. And so as I'm picking up those signals in your feet, we hold on to emotions and that's a part of our physicalness. And so I energetically and intuitively pick up on emotions in different parts of your body. And so as I'm working through your feet, I am able to tap into that, release those emotions. And it, it just ends up being a great healing experience. And intuitively, I pick up on a lot more than that. So spiritually. Um, well, you touched my foot for like three minutes or less. <laughs> right. And you're like, your dad's present and all these other things. And I'm like, wow, just it was super strong how much was coming through to you at that moment. Yeah, it's, you know, we can take a look at some of the past things that have caused traumas or um, maybe some different experiences we've had in our life. And so as I'm on your feet, for whatever reason, the feet just resonate with me so deeply mm -hmm. that I'm just picking up on energetic blocks that we have even basically at conception. Mm -hmm. And so as we um, open up those signals, I'm, I'm just getting downloads of information of where that possible emotion came from. And what do we want to do with that emotion? It's not necessarily receiving a spiritual message all the time, but if we have emotions that are attached there, where does that start to cause a physical problem in our body? Right, right. And you guys, I'd never, I mean, I've heard of the Chinese meridians and I'd, I'd definitely seen the foot maps. I've seen those many times, but right. I'd never heard of a foot zoner. And, um, and when I let you do it, I was just like so amazed at how quickly like she was tapping into things and we, she like was telling me things that, you know, very few people would know. Um, okay. So you've also trained yourself in Reiki or like done Reiki training. Is yes, that right? Yes. So I, I took a, a Reiki class. Mm -hmm. I am a Reiki master and I don't, I'm not a typical Reiki master. I don't necessarily, I mean, I do let you on it 
a massage table at times, but I do Reiki with my foot zones. So because mm-hmm. I'm already on those parts of the body, you're just using. That I am skill. using that skill, that energy, the the symbols that are associated with Reiki, and I feel like that's actually extends your um, energy field. So. You know, if I'm doing a healing session, it's probably going to last longer because I'm placing those symbols and mm-hmm. allowing the body to do what it does best. And mm-hmm. question for you, how's your shoulder? I was just thinking about that, actually, and it's been great. <laughs> so she ta- she worked on my <laughs> shoulder for like a few minutes and there was an injury I had from probably eight years ago, seven years ago that has been just bothering me. And um, I just, yeah, it's been so good since you worked on it. So thank you so much. I um, definitely noticed a difference. Okay, so and then quantum touch, you're you're able to do that. So you've been trained in, in just muscle testing, and then did you you have some sound instruments as well? So you're just yes. all about everything. I love energy work. It's I a little history. I've been a nurse for almost thirty years, and I get better results with this because I'm working on the actual spiritual body, and mm-hmm. so you know, we, we pick up these emotional things and in the medical field, at least from my experience, we want to put a bandaid over it. And I'm finding that every part of our body is an emotional trigger. So as we're releasing those energetically, the healing begins. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, that's really cool. You know, I hope you guys heard what she just said. She's been a nurse practitioner for 30 years. So she's well indoctrinated with the current medical paradigm and yet she finds more success in helping people in this you know particular work and that shows that just really we are all energy and frequency and when we get we can get stuff stuck and we can have these false beliefs that continue to um, perpetuate you know certain beliefs which of course resonate at a certain frequency and we just carry that along with us and um, it's funny because sometimes we're ready to let things go we're just not aware that it's still stuck and just being, being able to have that awareness. Like I just listened to the book, emotion, the emotion code. Mm-hmm. I do you, the emotion code too. Yeah. Not so, surprised. Yeah. I mean, that's right in the QTP stuff, right? So right. yeah, the emotion code and just realizing that sometimes I don't need to go through two hour emotional talk therapy process to get something moved. I can just become aware of that. Oh thing. And then just, you know, have somebody help me move it. Yeah. So super, uh, this is it's such an exciting feel. Like I, I have been so fascinated because in my, in Mormonism, and, and by the way, Debbie, Debbie was a Mormon too. Like, so we can yeah, relate there. For many years. Did you, were you born into the church or did yes, you guys? I was born into the church. I in. left about four years ago. Okay. So, um, she's been in it f- for a long time and I was in it from birth until, um, about 30, I would say 35 is when I started really making strides towards leaving. And so the last three, four years as well for me, um, and so that paradigm, and I, I, I did, I'm just curious for you, like, you, I remember you told me a little bit about how intuitive you felt in younger years. I continually felt like I had found the truth. And so I boxed myself into this paradigm of like, well, no, that's just like, you know, when I would hear about things like this, I was so closed off to it because that was my paradigm is like, no, the truth comes from these men with authority and yada, yada, yada. And right. so like, if they don't know about it, then it's, it's the devil or something. I, I don't know what I thought exactly, but I just would close my mind to it. And I'm, I'm curious, like where you sat all those years, like with your gifts. So honestly, I, I know that I look back and see that I was intuitive. I would predict things and I felt some, I felt energy around me just didn't know what it was. And I never wanted to go to church. I fought it my whole life. I never wanted to do or take on callings. And then when I was in a toxic relationship, I had an awakening and Mm -hmm. that showed me the truth. And there's, there's truth in all things. And there's great information in each religious organization, but I saw the bigger truth of, um, you know, the universal flow and how things work and knew there was so much more. So I went really deep. I went down you were the just rabbit like, hole. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with this. I'm going to jump into this one. Yes. And yes. I feel like part of me did that too. Like I was like so excited to finally shed that skin of the limit, limiting belief system that I had about what God was and you know what who I was and um, where truth is found. And just when I opened my mind up to all that and opened my barriers, my boundaries to it, um, I was very interested in learning all about energy work and energy. And, you know, I bought myself crystal bowls and, and gotten into the, gotten into that. And, um, um, but you know, I had, I had an experience. Did I tell you about the experience I had when we were at Joe Dispenza with, with my hands? No. So do you remember the, ver- the, uh, second coherence healing? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes. in, in, in the Joe Dispenza um, workshop, we spend, we do three days where each day we do one coherence healing. And that's basically where a group of us, you know, we go, he puts us into a meditative state, and then we start to really f- channel the heart. What we do is he has us put our hands together and then like kind of rub them a little bit and then pull them apart to create that energetic field, which I think this is kind of like, from what I understand, this is like energy 101 stuff, right? Like you, you can feel that, that, um, stuff in your hands. I had done that before. Like I, I know that I could feel that, um, that magnetic field there in the subtle energy, but, um, I was really focused and I could feel very strong, um, like, you know, pathways between my fingers and my hands. And all of a sudden they just started vibrating really fast like this. And then just went out of control, like vibrating back and forth, like really hard, just so much energy. My heart rate shot up and like all this stuff. And I was like, Whoa, I'm just like being overcome by this subtle energy. And, um, you know, of course we're, we're in the middle of healing and it was just a beautiful experience. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with all that actually, <laughs> but I, I, I think the point was, is I was, I'm in, I've been interested in, in this type of stuff, like energy and like, oh, there is where we are all energy and we're all just like connected at the root. Um, but we just, we can't see it in the three dimension, you know, that we're in right now. Like it looks like we're all separate. Yeah. I mean, that's, I had a great experience as well with the heart energy and, and actually the, um, well, the vibration that just goes through your body. And when you're with like-minded people, how you just, it's phenomenal. You can feel everything around you mm-hmm. when you're just by yourself. Maybe you don't feel it as much and you second guess it. But when you're with those like-minded people and there's more and more of us coming on this path and you can just feel how expansive it is. And we're, we're needed as, as light workers. We're, we're needed in this world today. And it's fascinating to me how more and more people are just so intrigued by what we're doing and it's life changing. And I think that, um, beautifully spoken by the way, but like, I feel like we all have spiritual gifts that we're just waiting to tap into. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like for you to think for, for a person to think that's hearing this right now. Oh, but that's them. That's not me. No. In fact, like I said, I didn't even know I really had this gift. And then when I had my awakening, I started seeing things and then, um, told even by many psychics that I had a beautiful gift and I kept saying, well, what is it? I want to know what it is. And (laughs) tapping into that energy field myself and, you know, and I see and I feel and I hear and I know and I smell and I taste and I had no idea growing up that this was so profound for me looking back I saw little bits of it but and just knowing that there's so much more expansion to it I'm 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 gaining more and more every day and it's such a beautiful experience to be able to heal others and you know and and along the way I'm healing myself Mm -hmm, and it's mm -hmm. so um it's beautiful. That was actually something that, that Joe said a couple you know every time we did the coherence healing and how beautiful it was at the end it's like as you as you give the gift of healing, you also receive the gift of healing, right? And I've said all along on my journey, the healer gets to be healed. And so many times as I'm on someone's feet, something that, res- you know, that I'm picking up with them also resonates with me. And so that's such a powerful healing time for myself. And I will take that experience, even if it feels a little painful, I will take that and say, wow, this is, this is such a beautiful experience that I get to share, not just by myself, but with somebody that I'm also healing. It's... We're so, all connected. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you, I mean, uh, in your words, in your own words, like how would you describe energy and subtle energy? And like, how, how do you, I mean, in your own words again, like how do you connect with other people? How do you tap into their energy? So as I, um, as I'm speaking with them and I pull their feet into my lap, I, I just, I have them breathe and then I breathe and I just clear everything that's around me and there's nothing existent at all other than just me and that person. And as I'm connecting with their energy field, I'm, I'm a conduit. So I just automatically connect with that spiritual energy and let it flow through me. And as it's flowing through me, they are, they are that energy point. So to me, it's a tingling, it's a knowing it's my heart will race. It's, it's, it can be different every time, but sometimes I will even get a burning sensation Mm. or if it's something that's really heavy with them, my body will feel heavy, it will hurt. 
if you don't mind me sharing an experience. Um, hello, <laughs> go right ahead. <laughs> so I had uh, just a few weeks ago, one of my clients, uh, Mel came in and his, his father came through, but his father's alive. And I asked him if there were um, addictions in his family, if his father was an alcoholic, because I saw a lot of alcoholism. And he said, yes, you've really hit that point on. And we were almost finished with the zone and my, my chest started hurting really, really bad. And, and I asked him if his dad had heart problems. He said, no. And I almost had to stop because it was so painful. I just said, I almost, the words almost came out and said, I, I'm sorry, but we have to stop this right now. I'm not feeling well. And then I had this sense of peace come over me. And I just told him, I said, you might want to check in with your father and just see if he's doing okay, because I feel like there's something with his heart. The pain instantly went away and I got this download of tingling, healing. My heart just felt so expansive. The next day, his wife messaged me and said his dad had had a heart attack at wow. about the time that we were. So you were literally tapping into the heart attack. tapping into the heart attack. So not everybody has those experiences, but it was such a... Very uncomfortable, obviously, yeah, but yeah. Um, what did also, like to have a heart <laughs> right, I would know what that felt like. And I'm like, so that's not always the fun part of things, but also it's a real awareness of how we are so connected. And I was that conduit and he had some really heartening things with his dad and this allowed him to actually heal and open up his heart space for his dad. Well, so. interestingly enough too, is like, as we heal ourselves, we, we actually will heal the generational stuff instantly with those other souls because we're entangled. Absolutely. It was and generational so, for him. So here's what I thought was really interesting. In Mormonism, they, you know, you do the work for the dead. Right. And I remember, I, I, I'm going to not quote this perfectly, but I remember something around or, along the lines of Joseph Smith saying, you know, it, it's, or, or maybe this is in the actual Bible. Like I want to say it's in, in Acts. Um, but like by us doing stuff here, we're saving them there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's why we do temple work, right? In the Mormon church is to baptize people, but in its ordinance saving, but li like, I don't, I don't believe in the ordinances. I believe in this, this is right. like, this to me is the Malachi promise. This is the promise of turning the hearts of the children to the fathers and helping heal that generational stuff. Because guess what? We have to, we have to get all that right. If we're going to raise our, um, our energy because it's being pulled down by all this, um, karma that we're holding onto. Right. And so right. it, to me, it, it's not surprising that that's the experience you had because you were in that moment, you're connected with all of that line. Absolutely. Right. And so you were feeling not just him, you're feeling his dad and all that stuff. So very cool. Um, and it goes to show just how, how connected we are on, on that energetic level. Oh man, I've read, I've read enough books on chakras now that I'm really starting to get an idea of how this energy connects us all and flows through us. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like our spirit bodies are very beautiful and we have those spirit organs, um, these energy organs, which are basically light organs and they're, they're the chakras, what we call the chakras. Right. And they're, um, able to, uh, you know, transduce energy and move it and change the frequency and transmute it even, um, from lower to higher. So, um, when we start tapping into that, we can sense people's current state of affairs, if you will, within their metaphysical body. And yeah. And so anyway, I, I, th I think that's a great experience that you just shared. Well, they're actually spinning vortexes in our body and they are actually mentioned in the scriptures as the rainbows of the body. So as we take a look at each point, it's associated with the physical part of our body as well. Mm -hmm. And so if we're feeling a little insecure, so to speak, are we going to feel that in that energy center or the chakra that's attributed to it? So right. and, how quick, and, you, and you really do feel emotions in different places in your body. You know, when you feel aroused, it's root chakra. When you feel um, empowered and creative, it's down here. When you feel dominance and, and um, will, it's right in your solar plex. And when you're feeling love and um, compassion, it's right from the heart. You don't feel it in the brain. No. You feel it in the heart. It has its own brain. <laughs> and and then you start getting into the higher centers, right? And the higher centers, of course, um, you know, you speak truth, you you hear how well you listen to others, the balancing mechanism there. And then your third eye, which is judgment and perception of duality. Um, and then moving to the crown, which is, you know, uh, I guess the, um, the source, if you Connection. will. Yeah. So beautiful parts of the body when you start to explore these and you see how they're connected to the physical body. Like they keep the physical body going. If it weren't for these, these energy centers, you can have serious illness come, come up. So like th that's part of balancing the chakras like Joe Dispenza. Yeah. So do you do balancing work at all with people or? I do. In fact, when I'm finished with a zone, I hold the points or the, which are the chakra points on the feet okay. and I hold those in balance. So do all of them well. have a line that they connect to in, in the foot? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
So as I'm connecting, I want that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we'll connect your chakras like there, you know, and then you just find that balance and, and I can actually tap them and, and bring them back into balance. And when we do the healing part of things, then it just opens things up and the body starts to flow. Most people feel a little dizzy. Some people mm-hmm, feel a little mm-hmm. nauseous because we're moving energy and yep. the body is, the body, kno- that, the body right? knows what to do. Yeah. We're just reminding it and releasing those things so it can do what it's supposed to do and and we are natural healers, all of us, we are. Absolutely agree. Um, wh- what do you think on the science level or like maybe the, you know, the energy level, what's causing a block? Oh. A I, flow, you know, a flow. Yeah. I, I believe the lies and illusions that we buy into. I believe that we're conditioned to believe certain ways, um, whether it's religion or government, I guess those are really, I guess the main, the big two, the big two that, there's, the, I mean, that nobody wants to talk about, or everybody wants to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And you know mm-hmm. what, what, um, I, like I said earlier, there's, there's truth in, in all things, but what, what is your truth and what resonates with you? Um, I believe there's, um, you know, they're, they're all needed in some aspect, but, um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah. And, um, Right. The illusions, the lies, that's, I'm so glad you said it. Cause I'm like, it's all about what you believe. If your intention, my perception is going to be completely different than your perception. And we could have the same experience or we think we have the same experience. I'm going to get something completely different than what you get because I'm going to resonate with something that's different than what you do. My truth will be different absolutely. than yours. And this is one of the beautiful parts about, um, cause in, you know, Mormonism, it's all about the truth, right? The, the capital T and then truth capital T. And there's never really talk about your truth or my truth or someone else's. It's just always objective. This is the true church. These are the prophets. This is who's God's called. And you have this very limited view of like how you can acquire truth because it has to come through certain channels. Fear-based is what I... Fear-based or ignorance. I I mean, both maybe. Um, Well, I'm a person that is like, um, I don't want to disappoint anyone and I don't want, you know, so trying to live the perfect life, right? but knowing that it was never perfect and I could possibly walk go to hell. And so that was a big thing for me. And now knowing that I'm part of this universal flow that is, you know, we're here for, to have an experience. It's not right or wrong. It's an experience for myself, my individuality. To learn my more about you. expansion and for me to evolve. And that's one, one thing that I would say is you, is you limit your ability to experience things because you, you judge it. You say, oh, that's wrong. Or, I, you know, like, I mean, it's different when it doesn't resonate with you and you, you know that because you've experienced it or you've just, you just know, um, to judging it because, uh, you just have all this cultural sort of built in, you know, programming that's making you judge it. Right. So as we open up to experience, I think that's where real growth's at. And that unknown, Joe talked a lot about this, Dr. Dr. Spenza, you know, getting into the unknown and being in the unknown is so important because that's where the magic is. Right. Oh, for sure. Cause that, that known place we go to, it's just like, oh yeah, I'm comfortable here, but like no growth. And I think that, I mean, absolutely. And I think each person, you know, when you talked earlier about, you know, yes, we have these gifts, everybody has these gifts. And then when you sit in that meditative state and you let go of everything, um, we all can have these beautiful experiences. And when we allow ourselves to let go and just be, that's when those beautiful gifts we didn't know we have start to come in and we start to have our own personal revelation. Yes. And they, and they come quickly, I find, um, Very quickly. because as soon as you've let go of all those barriers, they've been, they've been there all along all anyway. Along. So, yeah. um, we didn't know that we knew, but we knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so to finish up my thought about the truth thing is like, you know, you, you have this limited view of the church giving you truth, but you've never tapped into your own truth and realized that you have, you are light and truth. You are that there is nothing else but that for you. And so when you start to discover that truth within, man, is that empowering? So empowering. Yeah. I agree. Gives you chills. Yeah. Because it's all the way it, through. It really it's really just like, oh like, who am I? Let me explore myself and like really find out the the depth of the mystery that I am. So beautiful. It really is. Yeah. And there's a part of me that just thinks it's so poetic too. It's like, you know, God is both you, you can experience God in anything, but yet you'll never know exactly what God is. Right. And just like that with God, that's the same with your own experience. You can experience all this stuff, but there's still more and more and more that you'll, you could explore and, and there's a mystery behind it all. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's kind of like, you're just always, it's always unfolding before you and you're, you're just going yeah. in faith, walking in faith towards that unknown. 
and and every time is a for me is a new experience of something new and different, and it's so intriguing to see where it's going to take me the next moment that I go into that space, or no space, or, or yeah, space. <laughs> right. That's an in, inside joke. Uh, when Doctor Joe um, does his meditations, he go he goes into a specifically designed monotonic sort of meditation voice, and at first you're like, this is weird because you don't hear many people do medita- guided meditations like that. But actually I began to really love it at the end. Oh, I was I just it. loving it and like nothing, you know, like really just hitting. I think he's programming your mind. Oh yeah. You know, like he's tapping to get out into, of your own way. Yeah. He's, <laughs> right. But like you can hear him. Um, I don't know. Just anyway, I right. feel like he's, he's adding little programs into my brain that are going to show up one day. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Okay. So what's the big unknown right now for you that you know you need to do? Oh my goodness. I am complete with my nursing job. I have been a healer in a different sense for almost 30 years. And, and the results that I'm getting from my energy work is far beyond, excuse me, far beyond anything I ever thought I could be as a nurse. And the healing that's taking place is just ripping off the band-aid, so to speak. And and just the healing. So it's, it's walking away from the conditions that I've been, that have been instilled inside of me, get the government job, have the benefits and, you know, the retirement and, and knowing that I'm, that I'm going to be so much further ahead if I just trust the process and trust what I'm doing is beautiful. And what are you scared of? Failure. And I would say, um, I think it's just failure. I, the fear so of like failure, the fear of losing into money their... and stepping into it and failing and not mm-hmm. giving up, you know, all these years of what I've known and stepping into that unknown and, and maybe, you know, I mean, there's so many people on this path and, and, you know, some people honestly don't make it on this path maybe they don't have the faith. I, I don't know. I, but as I'm working through these, I, my business is growing and I, this is my calling and I, I'm stepping into that more and more. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful when you're actually, who calls you to something you do? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. You know, we come from that church that oh, you have a calling. Let yeah. me tell you what that calling is. It's like, now I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like I, I call myself this stuff. Like I know what my calling is because I can't not do it. Right. I have it to do it. It is my passion. Right. It is my passion. And when I, when I'm so connected and I, and I do give a, a reading um, and, and someone, you know, they, they're messaging me afterwards saying, wow, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, knowing that, you know, just that it wasn't just me, it was them. We, we showed up together and, and so it's just. Stepping yeah. through my own bullshit. So that's yeah. yeah love it. Um, see, there's so many parallels to these things and I love right. it. I love pulling them away and being like, look at this, look at how beautiful the truth is actually of this thing mm-hmm. that we dreaded. And the Bishop called me in and he's like, I've got a calling for you or something. And you're like, I don't really want to do this. <laughs> I have always walked. I, yeah, go home and think what, what, why? And I've always been a hard person to, you know, I don't say no to anything. And, <sighs> say yes to me, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah yes to me. Um, and, and the thing is, is again, you are the authority for your life. So uh, follow your intuition. Nobody can tell you. No one can tell you what your path is. No one can tell you what's going to be good for you, whether you should do psychedelics to heal or whether you should get into sound therapy or do, like there's so many ways to, to move energy and um, you kind of just need to explore it. But guess what? As soon as you put out the vibes of, I want to know, well, it just starts to fall in your lap. Like it, it does. And 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 I'm booking out into the end of October, first part of November in Richfield and I work out of Orem too. And just watching the expansion and knowing that I'm with that many bookings, I just don't know where you could have any fear of failing. Right. I think it's the letting go of the benefits that have been instilled. Sure. You know, I walk oh, away yeah, that, from those and I don't have your security benefits. blanket. Yeah, and that's but but why do you, you have the healing capability? Yes. Like you don't, right. Need, those aren't benefits. Those are just third density enticements. Absolutely. You know, this is a great conversation for me, like for to realize, you know, that, um, yeah. Well, let, let me tell you something well. then about this. Okay. I have been against insurance programs from early, early on. Like when I was first started working, I'm like, I don't, I don't, you don't, it doesn't insure your health. Okay. That the concept of insurance, first Mm -hmm. of all, disassociate it with health because it does not insure your health. So it gives you some financial 
hopefully some financial um, security around major issues that you might have. But now we know that the body first metaphysically needs to be healthy. And then the symptoms are registered in the physical dimension. So if you, if you just correct the energy, your body's going to be whole. Absolutely. My sweet little daughter of 33 was diagnosed with breast cancer and she wasn't on this path. And after we went through, and I say we, because a great, you know, experience for both of us. Um, and as she had the tumor removed and went through the chemo and radiation, then she had an awakening mm. and she said, if she had ever came back, she would not do those typical things. She would heal her body through energy. Now that she's seen her truth, I can tell her my truth, but until it's your own, your experiences are going to be different. And so she has stepped into this path. She knows she can heal her body. And so it's so beautiful. And, yeah. and the confidence that comes with it, knowing that you don't, you don't have to live in fear anymore that right. you can be like, Oh, something's going to, ha- I'm going to victim to the environment. The universe just plays tricks on me. And that, so you, you say, well, the way I'm going to protect myself from that unknown is I'm going to go get insurance and I'm going to say that that's going to keep me from having a major issue where I, I'm rendered in, in, you know, com- useless in society because I can't work or something, right? Like, I, I mean, there's so many fears that come from this, right? And the whole system's rigged anyway. I mean, if you take just a moment to look into it, this is, I, I call it legalized fraud because what's happening between the insurance companies and the health providers and care providers um, is basically a negotiation of prices um, uh, to, to create the highest maximum amount of price for the person that provides care and without um, causing too much of a problem for the insurance companies and still a profit there. And then you add the politicians in. Who's left out of that triangle? You. Yeah. You're not part of it. This isn't about your health. When you go to these people, I promise you it is not about your health. They want your money. They, um, th- th- there's probably good people in, in the business like yourself. Like you really do care about people. I'm just saying that the, mainly what they've been told through school is this is how the si- system works. And so you just get assimilated into it. And the next thing you know, it's this big, ugly, corruptive circle, triangle that moves money around. And um, if we're so good at providing health care in this country, why are so many of us unhealthy? Well, they are practicing medicine still, right? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and, and I will add one thing to that as well. If you were to be, say, in a car accident and, the, the, you know, they put you in a coma state, medically induced, why? We know that the brain, we know that we will heal if we're in that meditative state. And so right. we're doing the body it into like naturally a delta. without the medications. We're doing it, yeah. We, we, so where, where do they really know some truths there that are not being yeah. relayed? So I, I have no confidence. Um, I haven't been a proponent of insurance. I've never felt good about it. I also financially speaking, always just thought it was a bad deal. You know, right. um, I never, all the math I ever did on it was never showed it working. Now there's going to be people that will be like, no, 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 Britain. I, I have all these meds and I've had my spleen removed and I've had this and you know, I need, I needed those insurance and, and look, I'm not going to speak your truth. I'm just telling you mine. And, um, I just know that this, this work we're talking about with energy, it's real. And, um, like I'm having this eczema outbreak. I'm going to just bring it up. I don't care. Yeah. I'm having this eczema outbreak, which is so weird because um, I've never had eczema that I can recall in my life. Um, I did have probably some sort of form of it when I was younger, really, really young in junior high and, and elementary, but it was on my lower legs and it was like um, scaly. It wasn't like, it wasn't turned red or anything like that, which your normal eczema kind of like looks like, but it was scaly and, and just dry. It was mostly just flaky, dry skin. That's all it was. And my mom just said, oh, you know, you're just, it's just dry here in Utah. It was not long after we moved here. Um, fast forward 30 years and now I'm having this mad outbreak on my leg, um, up behind my knee now on my hip. And then this morning I woke up and it's starting to cover all of my body. Shedding old parts of yourself. And, and I don't know what's going on, right? I'm, I'm so confused because we have this energy book and I'm looking at it and it tells you about like, oh, th- this particular disease could be from these types of emotions that are blocked. And I'm like, I don't, I, I just, I don't feel like I'm blocking those things. Like I really feel healthy right now. But after talking to you, I'm like, and part, part of me was like, you're just moving old energy and it's kind of working itself to the surface. And do you remember that coherent telling how the, the being came in and like had to hit the shoulder person's shoulder to bring that, the pain back up to the surface? Do you remember him yes. her talking about that? Yes. It's kind of like that, right? Like it's deep in there and then like, it's lowering my, vib- my vibration some old belief systems and they need to come out and maybe that's how they're go- coming through my body. So something just came to me if you don't mind me sharing. Do, please share. You brought up your mom 
just now about your mom said you said that it was you know moving to Utah. Okay. And we had talked about some things going on with your mom, and so um, is this old energy? Because we did talk about that. So are you shedding those old versions of mom energy, possibly, and um, maybe. getting rid of some stuck energy of mother son? There's got to be so much mother son stuff with me because. Right. My mom's been sick for so long and um, I've, it's been a very sore spot for me in my heart and also just intellectually trying to figure out what is going on with her because uh, schizophrenia is not something that is easily understood. It's and, not. And if you're releasing all of these things that we even talked about and you're bringing them to the surface and, you know, um, like I said, this can come from conception forward. So are we releasing those old beliefs of mom? And seeing her as a human being, not just as a mom, taking the title off of her mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and seeing her as an individual soul. Yeah. I, so I'm leaning to towards the skin thing because I like this, the de-skinning is what I'm trying to say is um, that I'm shedding. And because I, I, as I've searched inside me, I haven't felt anything stuck, you know, yeah, I don't see anything stuck. So you're evolving. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, that feels better, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. So, um, so we've talked about energy work. We've talked about, you know, stepping into the unknown, like with your, so do you, I mean, I think you can do this. I think you can do this. Like, I'm not yeah. going to speak for you, but you know, I know I can, I know, I know it's my path. I know it's my calling. I know it's who I am. And stepping into that, uh, we were speaking earlier about me not wanting to go to work tomorrow. And it's a really great possibility that I just <laughs> walk away and, and just, you know, be, be complete with it and feel at peace with it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a cool way though, to move chapters in the right. life, right? Yeah. And the faith that it takes, let's be honest. I mean, it takes faith you guys. Mm -hmm. And and when you step on this path of self-realization, you've got to, you've got to begin to exercise faith in your own intuition and that spirit is there with you every step of the way. It's never not with you. Right. Right. And the insights that we receive when we let go of the struggle Yeah, thinking that you're not worthy enough. Yeah. Oh, God, I can't do this. I'm not, God's, God will not bless me right now. I've got too many sins or I've done too many wrong things or, man, is that the, it's, it's such a damning thought. Who am I to do this? Because there's so many people that are doing it that could probably do it better than me or, you know, being with like-minded people and watching all the things that they do. And, you know, so it's comparing ourselves to others and mm -hmm. where do we, you know, compare ourselves to ourselves? I get to do better the next day. I get to be, we might have a bad day. That's okay. It doesn't define us. Move on to the next day, the next yep. moment. Yeah, exactly. So anybody that's out there that's wondering, you know, what's the next step for me or should I, you know, what, what, what is holding you back right now? Think about like what the fears, it's all related to fear. So what fears are you holding on to that will stop you from, um, you know, changing your vibration, changing your life. Dr. Joe talked, I mean, this is, this is all the setup just to get into the advanced retreat. It's like how you live your life from the daily moment and, and you kind of live 95% of it unconsciously. And you're like doing the same things every day and you're feeling and thinking the same things every day. So you're generating the same emotional energy. And the next thing you know, you're signaling the same genes and those genes just fire off and create the same proteins all day, which reinforce the feelings and the thoughts that you have. So you're in a loop and it's designed to be that way because it takes great awareness to come out of the loop. And so, um, if, if you shift yourself, just do something that you wouldn't normally do, just do it and see how you feel. And like your body's going to tell you, nah, nah, do it tomorrow. Or, you know, it's, it's too uncomfortable. We don't need to do that. I just want to stay in the known. Right. But all the growth, all the fun, all the, um, excitement in the mystery unfolds in the unknown. Yeah. It's mystical. Yeah. And magical. So hopefully there's a little bit of a, a motivational speech <laughs> for anybody. It was for me. <laughs> I'm going to go have fun tonight and not worry about getting up to go to work tomorrow, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. And I think just being with, with Dr. Joe Dispenza for a full uh, week was so motivating and insight enlightening. Like he just felt so connected and what a beautiful soul. He is just, he's a healer. He's, he's making history. Oh my gosh. So many cool things in the, the data, the science data they presented. <sighs> So cool, huh? And we were a part of that, which was really incredible. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm recording this actually before I'm going to do my follow-up episode on Joe Dispenza. Um, 
so there's more coming about this, but I, I want to spend a moment with, with you, Debbie, and just maybe touch maybe one, two, three different kind of highlights for you during this, um, this week long that we had, uh, with, with him and, you know, where you felt like some of your breakthroughs happened. So he, he talked actually about opening doors and I, every time I've ever had a dream or a vision, I get to the door and I can't get through the door and then the door just disappears. And I actually came to, um, two doors. They didn't open, but they were absolutely beautiful. They were ancient. And so I know this goes back many lifetimes of, um, stepping through the door and knowing that I've been a healer for many, many past lives. So you, so maybe what you're saying is one of those doors is like, there's so much waiting for you on this other side. If you'll just open the door, open the door. So then I had (laughs) a very, right. I had a total, a clear, clear, clear vision of, um, it was just a light and a room. It was like a, a tunnel, but it was, it was a rock cave. I don't know how else to describe it. Absolutely beautiful. And, uh, oh, (laughs) that's my fire alarm in my house. Oh my goodness. Hang on. We're going to pause right here. And come back. Okay. That was a fun little interruption. I I could just, I could smell food. So when it went off, I was like, it's just food. Yeah. 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 I, it's just that they don't clear it. It'll just continue. They're loud too. They're so loud. Okay. Right. All right. So do you remember what you were talking about? Talking about the doors. Okay. So, So, um, all right. So we're back. We had a little bit of a, of a (laughs) fire alarm situation, (laughs) which, so we do an Airbnb in our basement and we have people down there and it's been great. Actually, it's been really awesome, but we do have very sensitive fire alarms in the house, smoke alarms, if you will. Um, and so we've, this is, this is a common occurrence, not with the Airbnbs, but we've, we've had our renters been there before anyway. So let's get back to the doors that you're unlocking. Cause I think that was such a good thing. Sorry about the, the right. no, it, it, it's all good. I'm glad we're, 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 there's no fire. So we're good. Yes. Um, so talking about the doors that were presented to me in my visions and the, the door that meant the most to me was one that it was a, a just so light and it was almost like a tunnel, but it was surrounded by stone. So it was like a cave and there were people walking around in there. And what I noticed for myself was when then I used my physical eyes to focus on it, it went away, mm. completely went away. Okay. And so to me, that was like, I'm getting in my own way of opening my doors because I'm looking at things through the physical eye rather than through my intuitive eye. Mm. You're speaking to me right now. Right. And so, Gosh, dang it. right. And, and I, and I, this is where like, like my fears come up and I'm getting through them. And so those doors are a great representation for myself as how many doors have closed because of my own fears or concerns of whether it's self-worth or whatever it might be that's coming up for myself and I'm closing more doors than I'm opening. And why do any doors have to close? Why do we feel we have to close a door before another one opens? What about all the doors of opportunity that we can leave open and walk through at any time? It's like Joe Dispenza's infinite possibility stuff, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, like, infinite possibilities <laughs> and all the doors that open. So, you know, just opening up the the pathway for myself to step through and and know that that I am divine. I am absolutely divine energy. And so I get to create from that and space. And infinite. And infinite. There's infinite possibilities, yeah. So With, Within you. And, that, yeah. and that's the thing. We, we, we think we're so finite in this body, and we are in the body. Mm-hmm. The body is a very limited experience, although I'm beginning to see that we can unlock biology that will upgrade that experience quite a bit. Um, however, uh, we... Our actual essence, our soul is infinite and has no end. And um, so you, in in third density, okay, in the 3D world, we are completely in an illusion of who we really are. We don't know who we are. We're constantly trying to figure it out, you know, like, oh my gosh, I just got born into this world. What is this place anyway? My my little daughter will say, I hate this universe. And I'm like, babe, (sighs) it's okay. You know, you're you're gonna do just fine. (laughs) But, But yeah, really like when you start to really tap into the self, of this never ending wisdom that resides within you and this knowledge of all things that's there. It's, it's amazing what can come up. It's beautiful. And, and I, and I think another experience that I had was removing the masks because I wear so many of not just, you know, like the mask of, or the hat, so to speak of being the nurse or being the mom or being the daughter or sister, whatever might that might be. And removing all of those playing titles, the different roles. playing the different roles and putting on those masks. And I'm not my hair. I'm not my body. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not all those things. 
um, that's just how I show up here. Yeah. And you know, somebody you're walking down the street, somebody recognizes you, but we should be recognizing their souls and, and being more than what we just came here in this physicalness and how we compare even our looks and, and what we're doing and the jobs we hold and the titles that we place upon ourselves. So removing many, many masks in our, um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, retreat was enlightening for me to take all those masks off and just be soul. Just be you. Be me. Be me. Just not wear, yeah, not wear any. Yeah. And it's tiring. It takes energy to put those uh, on. And the guilt that we step into for the multiple ones that we do wear. Oh, I don't want to tell so-and-so about my, you know, me leaving the church because they'll judge me or you just don't want to be yourself. I live two different worlds because mm-hmm. my people that I work with, they don't get me. Sure. They think I'm a witch and they think or I'm crazy or crazy. There's many titles. Like they've you need placed some upon meds, me. Debbie. I know I've <laughs> taken you. We knew you should have been on those medications, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, don't know why this is coming up, but you remind me of my, my past aunt. Her name was um, Jan. And there's just something, I don't know. It's something about her that is that you remind me of her. Um, I haven't, I haven't thought of her for so long. Um, she died in like 95. Um, and anyway, she was, yeah, she, my mom and my, and her sisters grew up with some pretty severe trauma and, um, they all, they all kind of, yeah, they've all pretty much died from it. Right. I get that a lot. Actually, a lot of people tell me you look like my aunt, my sister, my daughter, um, so many, so many people. And, and, you know, so I just think I really just had an aha right now is have I become that for you to heal? I mean, because I am empathic in nature, so I take on other people's energies. So, or maybe she's I, trying to, mo- to communicate to yeah, me. So me allowing them to take that, um, that place to, to have you recognize. See, and that's the thing is like, I, I sense that about you is that you're very in tune and like the spirits on the other side can, um, they see that obviously. And so they're able to like, Hey, look at this one guys. We can, we can get through with her. So let's, you know, and so you probably have a crowd around you, mm-hmm. um, often. Yes. Can you sense that? At times, but I also know what to do with that. So I like allow you can my, s- yeah. say, I'm not going to fill this right now. Absolutely. And you know, I'm not the psychic person that's going to walk up to you in the grocery store and say, Hey, your, 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 your dad or your yeah. mom's here. <laughs> I believe in boundaries, but I would be the person that if I'm connected with you, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to ask your higher self if, um, if you're open to receive a message and, and, and come in that way. So does my, does my aunt have a message for me? Oh, she's, she's so grateful that you're healing your family. And I think that that seems like just a pretty vague response, but no, I know, I know what she's saying. Absolutely. Energetically, you know, we, we don't realize what we're doing to heal others. And you talk about traumas and we take those energies with us. So you're, you're doing great work for your family. Phenomenal work for your family. That's good to hear. Yeah. That's really good to hear. Cause you know, sometimes you question, you know, what you're doing. I, I wake up sometimes and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm walking away from, uh, you know, mentally I'm walking away from everything that I've ever known and stepping into stuff that would be considered woo woo or, right. you know, silly by uh, a shrinking majority of the, of the planet, but you know, still a majority. And, you know, like it, it is a little bit nerve wracking at times where you can have that old self that wants to come in and say, you're jeopardizing your future or, you know, you're doing something that is not wise or whatever, you know, according to the wisdom of your body. Right. So it's good to hear that. It's good to hear that. Yeah. There's lots of fun messages that come through. Um, she's very, very present with her hands open to you. So she needs something. She needs, uh, healing. It's her, her daughter is with her actually. Um, her daughter, uh, so it's a very interesting story. Um, my my aunt Jan, she she died of I think it was, I want to say liver or kidney. I, I want to say liver. She drank herself to death, and her daughter was then left by herself with her father, and her father was not really interested in, like it was just a really bad relationship there too. And there's a lot, just a lot that needs to be healed in this line. You know, and as we take a look at our. Um, genetics, when we take a look at our ancestors, when we take a look at our whole family dynamics, um, you know, we're, we're doing the work we really are. And, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to cross paths, right? Yeah. We're going to continue 
to hold those um, those energies within the side of ourselves because it comes through us. And so as you're healing you, you're healing them because we like, well, we are all connected, but we're even more connected, I think, genetically. So, you know, th- th- those um, spiritual beings are going to show up whenever we're talking about them. They're going to be present. So, yeah. you know, be open to when you're doing your healing session, call in those ancestors. I call in mine. I, I have started doing that actually. And um, it's been really effective, super effective in especially the group sound baths. People will be like, you know, so um, just wake up with, you know, s- having experienced something so important or felt the presence of somebody or, you know, release some trauma or whatever. And, and it, it really started to increase a lot when I when I, I would do this ceremony before, kind of walk around the room. I do a, a, a tinksha in each corner and I erect like a pillar of light. And I hope I, you know, I basically erect this pillar of light. And then I say, you know, this pillar of light is going to anchor uh, be an anchor for a dimensional portal for beings to join us today. And so I open that up with four pillars and then I open up specifically the portal and, um, and then we begin the sound bath usually um, not long after that. So that is, that is the practice I've been trying to do because I want to have a, a strong and clear intention of what I'm doing. Like this is not something I'm taking lightly. I'm not just not going to go and, and, and dink some crystal bowls. Like I, I really want to create a space where people can have an experience and people can heal and, um, and have insights or whatever, you know. And if you've never had this experience with Ren, you need to, because I just had mine and wow, absolutely beautiful. And I am going to tell you that Grace is very present with you. And, you know, it wasn't just a thank you the other day. Um, she wants to join you in healing. So you do it with Grace and through Grace. Wow. That's, that's interesting. Okay. I, I need to, I need to look into that more. Wow. So much. Take on the grace. It's very, um, wow. It's beautiful. This is very beautiful. So cool. <laughs> You're so gifted. Oh, I just heard grace. It was beautiful. Okay. That's so cool. Um, oh, you guys like, Okay, so I didn't mention yet. So her, um, so Debbie, she has, you're kind of doing your own business, obviously, and you've got, it's all based on referrals up to this point, pretty much, right? I have never promoted myself. I, it's just been word of mouth. Okay, yes. and, but you do have a Facebook and an Insta, and it's soul to soul touch. Yeah, my okay. soul to your soul. And wow, that's, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, and I touch you. I touch your feet. I touch your body. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah. so you, if you if you guys are interested in what it might be like to experience something like Debbie, um, and connect, sounds like you're probably gonna end up connecting with your ancestors, uh, during the experience. Um, you know, reach out to her on Instagram, on Facebook. I know this is kind of like I'm not. I don't want to end right here. I'm just. I don't. I'm just. You know, we're talking about this so that people can go look it up. But um, uh, it has been such a pleasure learning about people's gifts and like you know in the book of mormon you you, towards the end of the book of mormon it talks about gifts of the spirit and actually i think this is in the new testament a lot of the book of mormon stuff's in the new testament but gifts of the spirit i was always like well what is my gift of the spirit and and you know like now i know right you know and, and, and you have one too everyone has one it's not just debbie or myself or some person that you know down the street or whatever like you have your own beautiful and powerful gifts that you can bring to this planet and actually um they need to be brought because we need to raise the vibration absolutely it's that niggle that little feeling inside it's that intuitive i should or i shouldn't it's it's all it's it's there it's 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 instilled inside of us it it's it's huge even in even in the church and the lds church you know we go see a, a patriarch right well, a patriarchal blessing is, in my vision now, a psychic reading. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, the church knows that these people are psychic, and why do they have to be just be men? So we receive the patriarchal blessing, but a small experience. My daughter was receiving her patriarchal blessing, and his wife was very present, and I could sense her promptings to him. Mm. And so where were some of those promptings coming from? The mother energy as well. Oh yeah, the, the feminine, the yeah. And I still hold my my blessing as as a psychic reading. Absolutely, I, I I definitely know that it had stuff in there that was what I needed to hear at the time. And um, there's one part in there. Okay, so I'll, I'll share like a part because it it's it's in it's relevant to this. You know, like I I mentioned that the, I believe this work is the Malachi work. Okay? okay, the freeing of generational patterns so that we can all be our own 
free spirits that we need to be, right? Not bound by um, men's dogma or, or cultural programming, but but literally in tune with self. And so there's a part in my blessing that's like, you know, when you have time, go do work in a temple for your line. And that temple to me is the body. Wow, yeah. And so like I'm doing that work now. And I feel like, that, yeah, like the temple, the LDS temple, while a beautiful building, truly, um, both inside and out and on the grounds, never connected me closer to God. I have to say this. Like, I, it never did. I went, I, you know, I'd go, I'd go through the motions. I just, there was something so weird about the ceremonies and stuff in there. But when I discovered, of course, and really, I mean, we all believe that we've all heard if we're in the church, like, and if you're even Christian, your body's a temple. No, you're not. You're the temple of God and the spirit of God dwelleth in you. Okay. That's Corinthians. Right. Um, but when you believe that, when you believe it, when you actually internalize that you are a temple in which intelligent infinity flows through you and that you can access that via your intention alone, that is a very powerful uh, belief to have. And I feel like I'm much, much more in tune with that now than I've ever been in my life. My spirituality is... Um, so it's just becoming intuitive now. I don't have to like think of, oh, am I doing this right? Am I, am I practicing, am I meditating enough? All those do's, that's the Mormon paradigm. That's the religious paradigm of you have to do something to be worthy of spirit. Right, right. I, and, and, and also, you know, I think to keep in mind too, right, is that we are physical beings and I'm not connected 24 seven and I want to have a physical experience sure. too. And so, but when I'm connected with that spiritual energy, then I, I remember the experiences that I want to choose into. So, you know, my patriarchal blessing says that I will have many missionaries leave my home. Well, I didn't know what that meant, mm. but my home also is my temple. Right. And so my dad has passed over. My had grandparents pass over and I know that my dad is a guide for me. And I know that my my grandfather is. And so are, are they sending, like, what is missionary work? I think missionary work can look many different things. Mm -hmm. But to me, for my own knowing is that they went, they're preceding me in a different aspect of things and bringing back information for me. So where do you do your practice? Where do I do my practice? When you're in Richfield. Um, I actually do it out of my apartment. I sold my home and I'm actually living in a friend's Airbnb. And so I just, they just come to my home and, um, I just have a so great what little if, place. So what if you're like the thing I got was, well, you're healing people in your house and then they go out and they can heal others. Absolutely. So in a way they're missionaries of that message. That's a great insight. That's a great insight. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. cause once you, once you experience it, the energy, you're kind of convert, you know, you're kind of converted <laughs> a little bit. You're like, oh. wow, that's so, I've never had an experience like that before. And absolutely. It really changes you. And before people leave, they're like, okay, hey, how do I sign up again? Right? They want they want more and they mm -hmm. want more and they want more mm -hmm. because it just feels so good. So Man, and I I totally yeah, I totally know how that feels. I I had I've had enough experiences now with energy where I'm just like, I cannot go to back to the old way of thinking anymore. No. You just can't do Once it. Once you wake up, it's really hard to go back to sleep. I mean you could, but it'd be I feel a lot more painful. Oh my God. Because you know too much. Yeah. You'd yeah. be fighting something the whole time. It would be very hard to do that. But it's not necessarily for myself living in the foo-foo world or whatever you want to call that. It's more being conscious. It's being aware. It's making conscious choices. It's not reacting or responding to every little thing. It's sitting back and, and taking it all in and, and coming from a higher perspective rather than, you know, sitting in anger or you know, we're all going to have emotions come up. How mm -hmm. do we want to go through those emotions with ease and grace or chaos and conflict? And when we have that awakening and we can tap into that spiritual guidance, there's so much more peace in your life. It doesn't have to be all about seeing spirits or hearing them. It's about listening to that in intuitive guidance for myself anyway. Wise words from a wise woman. Well, okay. So how long have you been doing the energy stuff? About seven years. Is seven all. years. Yeah, I'm on okay. a fast track. So here, here's what here's what I want to say. Like, if you don't mind. No, I don't mind. How old? Well, you don't even have to give your age, but maybe. <laughs> um, I want people to feel like they're they're not too old to start into this because you know when when we we put those. That's another limiting belief. Absolutely. Oh, I'm too old. Like, I mean, how many people do we see in their like eighties at the Joe Dispenza thing? Right. right. And, and it was beautiful to see Louise these people. Louise Hayes started in her sixties. 
if anybody's familiar with her and doing her work and writing books. So And and the the Conversations with God book that I read, I think he was in his fifties when Walsh, yeah. yeah, Neil Donald Walsh. Um, you're it's not too late to it's never too late. And when you're ready to wake up and you're ready to, to confront um the the limiting beliefs you have and to really challenge them and then step into yourself, man, it's it's empowering. But so do it sooner than later. I beg you, do it sooner than later because you are gonna get so much help and you're going to fall. This is a common thing. It's like when you step into that abyss, you always find out it's a feather bed at the bottom. And, right. and it really is like, you just think, Oh God, I'm good. you're getting anxiety about every day. Cause you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's around the corner, but there, there's so much beauty and support and trust that are just waiting there for you. Absolutely. I just turned 56 and, uh, you know, my kids are raised and it's been, it's just changed every way that I look at life and I don't feel old. In fact, I, I, I feel younger than I ever have ever. And I have people tell me all the time that I don't look my age and I, and I don't because I don't choose to be old. I choose to live a passionate, um, productive life. So, you know, I think age is just a number and we're infinite. So it, it just is, is, is ever evolving. So age is not a thing for me. Yeah. And I can see that you look great. You. And you, your energy is radiant. It's very young. Um, yeah, like it's not, it's never too late guys. And you know, if you're young and you're hearing this great, cause you're going to have, your life is going to be absolutely remarkable. You just don't even know what's in store for you and for your children. Um, my kids, like I, I am so excited, especially my little Libby, um, what they're going to be able to experience and do with energy. Like, as we evolve into a planet that's much more minded about this. Yes. Um, I can see like, yeah, we're going to have a different breed of humans. Oh, for sure. My grandkids are meditating. My grandkids are there. They're in a space I would have never thought. I wish I would have had this, this knowledge back when I was raising my children. But I also know for myself and the visions I've had is that, you know, my maturity level came comes later and that I'm going to, be further advanced than if I would have started and tapped into my my knowing because of where our world has taken us to this point. So I think kids are coming differently. Yeah, They're coming more intuitive, they're coming more connected, and they're keeping it. I mean, I think we all come with that veil thin, but then we become conditioned and I feel like the kids are coming without those barriers. I met a young man, probably 18 or 19, <clears throat> just as we went to dinner um, on Thursday night, me and my wife. Uh, no, Tuesday. And we went up to uh, Gateway Mall and we had dinner at a place there and met this guy. He kind of eyed me as I was walking in. He's just like the the greeter or whatever. And then I think when he sat us down, he said, that's a nice necklace. And I was like, oh yeah, it was my mala, which is sitting right here, which my friend Talon made for me and I was wearing my mala. And he, he just was like, I, I could tell that he was connecting to that because he knew what I was based on wearing that. And as then as we were leaving, um, he, he stopped us again as we're walking out and he's like, Hey, that necklace is really cool. And like, where'd you, what is it exactly? And I was like, well, I I described to him, you know what it is and how each bead is made with intention. And there's 108 beads. And that is a, that's an actual ratio that has to do with a lot of different things. And, um, and then we started talking and he's like, yeah, I was, you know, I, I told him about my podcast and I said, you know, I said, uh, that I was raised Mormon. He, he was too, but he said he, at seven, he was like, I'm done with this seven years old. Wow. And so he was very intuitive about it at that age. You know, and I've found more and more people that are like, they're just like, yeah, I just, when I was young, I didn't, you know, for me, I was, I was trying to connect with it. I was over trying to connect with it. And anyway, so it's, it's so pleasing to see people like that, that are like able to stand in their own truth at such an early age. I was so asleep, literally in a coma asleep. Mm -hmm. And Till I had an awakening and wow. I'd, I'd love Crazy. to hear that. Maybe we have you come on again and you can give the actual story because awakening stories are so inspiring. They're so inspiring, especially when you, that first few moments where you're walking in the dark and you don't know what's around the corner. Right. Um, so yeah, I think we're going to have to do that. Yeah. Because you kind of told me right. a little bit about it yeah. already. Craziness. I know. So if you're okay with it, you know. Absolutely. We <laughs> worst, best day of my life. <laughs> worst, worst, best day. So waking up, what is waking up? It's like really coming to a realization that your your current belief systems are false in a big way. Yeah. 
I think that's a good way to say it. I mean, there's many ways to slice and dice awakening, mm -hmm. but you're, you're about to embark on a journey of changing perception and yeah. the realization that you're living lies whether those are intentional lies or propagated from multiple generations ago um, or things that you built in your own mind based on experience, those are lies that are limiting you. Absolutely. I mean, we even just look at our parents and the, the lies they bought into and we believe our parents are gods. They created us. Right. Yeah. And so everything they say, we believe everything we see. Yeah. Everything they say, Oh my God, they, you know, we could go on and on. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's um, yeah, this is, this is a beautiful journey, the self-realization path. Um, Debbie, it's been an honor to have you here and talk to you about all this energy stuff. Like I, I just, um, yeah. And, and what you said to me before we started to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to discover where my next steps are part of my manifestation, um, experience. And I'm going to share that in my next podcast. I had this really amazing experience during our manifestation meditation with Joe Dispenza. Um, it just, uh, it just, I, what I'm doing, although I, I love that work, I, I've realized that there's something else that needs to feed my soul. And it's so scary to know, to figure, like, how do I provide for my family? How do I, you know, like all the questions that you Absolutely. kind of, you know, and yeah, it's, it's, it's very, um, very scary to step into that. But you've heard people do it. Like you've heard these stories and you're like, oh, I can, if I, it won't happen to me. It just is them because they're special. Right. Right. <laughs> I would have known for myself, I would be this far, you know, in, in a really a short time period of, you know, building yeah. what I want to build for myself and for. And I love that you just yeah. like you walk with such confidence about your gifts and that's not a bad thing. Like um, to know that that's, you know, that you, that's not ego. That's not, um, although some people could get ego from it. I, I think that there's an understanding of who you are that is confidence and, and, um, and beautiful. Thank you. It's been a journey to get there and. So it doesn't always come without pain, but it, it does come. And, and I, and I know when I step into that spiritual growth and that spiritual guidance, then I, I get out of the way. And, and so that's where the confidence comes from is spirit guiding me, not me getting in the way of that. And spirit will guide spirit yeah. is Absolutely. always there. You're already one. That's what I keep saying in my episodes. Like you're already one with spirit. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to be worthy, blah, there blah, blah. There is no ego there. That's right. And just tap into it. Be, be willing to expand yourself into that space. And yeah, Debbie, you're, you're an inspiration to me. You're an inspiration undoubtedly to many other people. Thank you. And I'm I think there's so much more we could talk about. We're already like way past an hour. Um, but thanks for coming on today. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. And I wish everybody well on their journey. Hey there, thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Lucid Spiritual Podcast. I'd love to hear from you and answer any questions you may have, or if you'd like to share your story for others to hear right on my podcast, drop me a line by visiting my website at lucidspiritual.com or email me at love at lucidspiritual.com. Let's wake up the world together. Have a blessed day.